if we really understand the scope of Scripture and the plan of Christ and God's love for His creation, I think every Christian would have at least a sense of, I can see why universalism would have a, a, a tug to it. There's, there's an attraction to this, that God's going to get His whole creation. I mean, who doesn't like this idea that God is going to get every single person, nothing's going to be left out? This, this is quite consistent with the gospel message, and that's consistent with what Jesus teaches. He's coming for everything. He wants it all. He wants all to be saved. That's the first Timothy text. God wants all to be saved and come to knowledge of the truth. This is God's desire, and God yearns for this, and every Christian should yearn for this as well. And yet, that's the tragedy of the individual who rejects that gift, the, the tragedy of the one who stands against Christ. And we just have to just shake our heads and think, why? Why would you reject what God gives? And that's the horror of hell, that in spite of all that God offers and gives freely for all, it's rejected. So, I, I'm sympathetic to an extent of why people see universalism as attractive. I mean, who, who wouldn't? And who wouldn't want to recognize that God has this great gospel for everybody and has the power for this to be extended to even the worst sinner? That's absolutely true. No one's denying this. And yet the responsibility of the human being who can resist God and reject him and who's held accountable for that rejection, that's also clearly scriptural. And you can't make the mistake of letting the power of the gospel deny the accountability of the human being to resist and reject what God gives.